0: social media serenity episode number four the next big thing hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of social media serenity my name is cliff ravenscraft and i'm eric fisher today we're going to be talking about your audio feedback hashtags the proper way to use twitter We'll answer the question, what's the next big thing? And if time allows, we might even do more. Eric Fisher, how was your event at your social media
1: church expo world headquarters thing that whatever it was you were at? (laughs) It was amazing. I went to the Echo Church Media Conference. You can find, uh, I think they're streaming some of the stuff that happened there at echoconference.com. Excellent. And it it was amazing. I've got tons of notes. Lots of it fits into this show, but we've already got tons of content and I need to continue my vacation and re re go over all my notes that I took, uh, in the next week or so, and then filter it through. So awesome.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, I'm excited to hear so much of what you've learned. And, and I do hope that you'll put it in our show notes and, and maybe try to infuse some of it into the things that we have today. Definitely. And, and folks, I just want to say, wow. I mean, the the response to this podcast has been unbelievable. You guys are simply amazing, and we want to say thank you for all the comments you're sending our way thank you for the audio feedback and uh eric and i are i I don't know well eric i think you are too i see a a bunch of new topics and new links and stories posted in the notes and i cannot tell you how many of these things are coming across my desk it's getting to the point now where you know we're going to have content well into 2012
1: oh yeah definitely
0: but with that being said i just want to say your your comments come first uh, as far as I'm concerned, so if you call and leave us a voicemail asking a question or leaving a comment, there's a there's a good chance that you're going to push your stuff, your content, you're going to direct this show uh, above and beyond what we have in our show notes of what we want to just expound upon. Because this show is here for you as much as it, is as it is for us. And we encourage you to give us a call. That phone number 24 hours a day, seven days a week for our voicemail hotline is area code 859 four zero six seven. And with that, Eric, I think we're going to start off the first call of the day just uh, with a message of thanks from Maggie. So let's see what Maggie had to say.
2: Hey, Cliff and Eric, this is Maggie from Girls Night In Radio. I'm calling in for social media serenity. I just listened to the first episode and I will say that I am one of those people who is a podcaster and doesn't totally understand RSS feeds. Um, But you guys talking about Google reader, like, I just tried it out and at the moment, because I'm adding things in there, I have like 93 things to read, but that's because they're putting like 10 of the most recent for everybody's, for everything. So this is pretty awesome. I don't know how I didn't realize this before. So thanks, guys, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Maggie. How about that? (laughs) Somebody that knew all about RSS feeds and podcasting, but she did not
1: know about Google Reader. That's awesome. And, and I got to say, thank you, Maggie, for always being enthusiastic about everything. <laughs> no doubt. It's a, it's contagious.
0: It is. That's good stuff. But yeah, Google Reader, we talked about it in the last episode. And uh, if you haven't heard that one, go back to episode number three in the archives. Of course, that one was released only to Plus members. So uh, for those of you who are listening live, if you're not a Plus member, uh, head over to I think we may. I think we touched on that in episode one even. Oh, you know what? We may have. Actually, and that one is free. And so it's out yeah. there in the feeds. So go check that out. Uh, and one, one cool thing is, and this is uh, podcaster related. I don't know if you know this, but you can subscribe to podcast feeds in Google Reader as well. And if it's got a file enclosure, there it actually gives you a little Google Play button so you can play the Flash Player right there in your Google Reader.
1: I actually do that with some of the video podcasts that I like. And instead of... Uh, downloading them in iTunes and then throwing them on my iPod, I will download a higher quality version that I want to just watch uh, you know on my laptop to go but don't want to crank through iTunes and, and all that so or it's different uh, it's a different uh, output than iTunes can play right so. Well, we're going to move right along to our next caller.
0: Uh, again, we thank you guys for this. And the next one is going to be Amy Wright, who called in from Chattanooga, Tennessee, another GSPN.tv Plus member.
2: Hey, this is Amy Wright from Chattanooga, Tennessee, and I'm calling for the Social Media Serenity Podcast. Listen to the first three episodes, and I've liked all of them. Now, I really like the music, you course, and it's beginning and end, little bumper music. Um, a little feedback for the first episode is, y'all were talking about the selective twist status application in Facebook. And I use that because I don't want all of my tweets to be going in to Facebook. You know, my Twitter friends, I don't have a lot of real-life friends, but I love you all. And, you know, there are things I want to tell you guys, but I don't want people I know in real life to know. So if it's work-related and stuff, I don't want it to go into Facebook because I have a lot of work-related friends on Facebook. That's why I use it is just because I don't want everything I put on Twitter to be into Facebook. I know people can still find it because I don't have a protected Twitter page, but, you know, anyways, But that's why I use it. Um, and then I wanted to address the unplugging when, why, and how. I've been doing a lot of that lately. I used to keep my laptop on all the time, open, go, and run, and every, you know, and so I would just catch myself sitting here all night in front of my computer. Well, that's obviously not good so if I turn it on in the evening when I come home I'm only on it I try to limit to myself to about an hour or so you know balance my checkbook check my Facebook you know um, so which is what I've done tonight so I'm getting ready to shut it down and go and you know do dishes and other sort of, kind of stuff read you know use my brain in other ways but anyways that's kind of what I'm doing I'm just trying to limit the amount of time I'm spending on it and just trying to do other things that um i know i like to do like i love to cross stitch but i don't spend enough time doing it because i was spending too much time here in front of the computer so anyways i'm loving the podcast guys and i can't wait to the next one thanks
1: bye awesome stuff eric what do you think man that's great i mean i'm on vacation right now even and i'm podcasting but uh i've tried to keep the laptop shut as much as possible yeah, I, I, I really value what she was saying
0: there. I love that she's like she's recognized that, wow, my entire evenings, all the hobbies that I had, you know, I'm no longer taking part of those. And, and I, I just imagine we have listeners out there who uh, are on stumble upon at night and they're, they're sitting there clicking that stumble button all night long. And for those of you who are not on stumble upon, I've just given you a new form of heroin heroin to get addicted to uh, just by mentioning the name of it. <laughs> but you really gotta, you really gotta watch how many hours fly, ab- fly by of your life interacting with social media. And that's one of, that's one of the goals of this podcast is to just bring an awareness to the to the need to unplug and so i'm excited to hear that amy is uh incorporating that you know she's not she i I, you know i'm i was i'm still a little concerned when i hear things like your friend uh posted we talked about it i think last week right with the uh the idea of completely unplugging and canceling your accounts and saying you know what i'm fed up with this i'm done with it i i really believe that you know i think you can i think you can lose out but I, I would imagine that if there's some people out there, and there, I really do believe there is a, a strong addiction to some of this stuff. I, I, would see, I can still see where some people would say, okay, maybe I do need to completely, to just completely shut it all down.
1: Yeah. Well, what, let me just interject here. One of the things I attended last week was um, how to use technology without technology using you, and I'll expound upon that in a different show. But one of the things to remember is even if you are spending too much time doing social media, yeah, taking some time off from that is a good thing, but you're not going to disconnect your phone, are you, and not let people contact you? And you're not going to not have a mailing address. I mean, there's different forms of technology here that we're going to use for different means of communicating, and this is another one of them. So, Right, got to keep it in mind exactly we got we got to approach all this stuff with a with a balanced
0: attitude uh and 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 either extreme is not a good extreme or not a good place to be exactly all right so we're going to move on to our next caller another amy this one's is uh happens check this out all these plus members calling in uh but this is amy from florida and she called in she's got some questions for us so let's let's take a listen to see what she has to say
3: Hi, Cliff. It's Amy from Florida. I'm calling uh, regarding the Social Media Serenity podcast. I just wanted to give you feedback on what I think is a terrific new addition to the network. Um, I've really enjoyed the first two episodes. I'm looking forward to the third episode coming out this week. You know, as a professional marketer, um, I'm really doing my best to keep up with this ever-changing new channel. And not only am I enjoying it personally, but in fact, I'm actually currently working on a new social media strategy for my work, so it's just been uh, really a blessing to hear um, to to folks who know a lot about it. Um, you know, just talking through a number of topics that are educating me very quickly. Um, I actually have some topics that would be very interesting, and I, to me personally, and I'm thinking maybe some of your listeners would agree. Um, so I thought I'd just suggest them. Um, one of them is. You know, marketing via social media, does it end that discussion about that as Eric, you know, is in his role um, thinking about it from a company's perspective um, and then, you know, really as a user perspective as well. uh, You know, is it acceptable in these um, channels um, as we think about social media and and their Purposes and objectives, and then as you see, many companies kind of entering that arena with their their messages. Are there do's and don'ts that a marketer should consider when leveraging these channels? Um, They may be obvious, but um, it doesn't seem like there are any sort of silver bullets out there on it. So, we'd love y'all's perspective on it. Um, The second topic that I think would be interesting just sort of on an ongoing basis is what do you see as the next big thing in social media? What's coming around the corner? You know, just as soon as um, all of us and corporations looked up and realized MySpace was big, it was um, overtaken by Facebook. And then just as soon as we figured out Facebook was hot – it was too late because Twitter had already um, taken off. So you know we're always uh, f- you know thinking about what is that next big thing, but um, you know often those things uh, sort of bubble up and thought you might have your finger on a p- on the pulse of that on a pretty regular basis. <clears throat> and the third area um, that I think would be really interesting, and I don't know if this really fits in with social media, but I was surprised to hear that emails do. <coughs> Excuse me, is the, in the area of search. And just this um, paid search model and natural search and how they work together and how they connect with... Um, the social networks and how people use search um, really much more regularly today than ever before. So, you know, that would be a really interesting topic to talk about, um, you know, how Google has changed the world and the, you know, sort of upri- uprising of being and um, in, in all of that um, I think would be, you know, really interesting and you guys would bring a perspective to it that I'm not even thinking about. So um, anyway, um, just love the new podcast uh, regardless, um, as, of course, I do um, everything um, having to do with being a GSPN Plus member. And um, I hope you are well. Talk to you soon.
1: All right, Eric. Amy has given us a lot of homework here. Are you still there? We could spend the entire show just going over the rest of this. just this one message. Yes, I, I we could.
0: I would like to try to condense it down just a little bit, though. Maybe spend the next 10 minutes discussing the three questions that she's proposed. Yes. So because we, we definitely have some other callers and we have some other feedback. And I, I want to get to as much of this as possible here. Uh, the first one being business using social media
1: for marketing. Are there do's and don'ts? Um, what do you think about that, Eric? All right. Well, there we're in such a place right now with social media as far as businesses using it that there's not a lot of don'ts. Well, let's not there. It's more easy to see the don'ts when 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 somebody makes a mistake, like a business screwing up and uh, not using it well, than it is to see the do's. But I, as far as I can say, it, and definitely what I'm doing research for for my own job is researching how to get the content that is produced in-house out there or commenting on other content that is similar or complementary that is out there comparative to what your business is doing. Right. Um, as far as don'ts, I-, I would have to say just randomly following people for the sake of beefing up your numbers of who you're following, that doesn't really do much. Um, if you know what I mean. Yeah.
0: My, my feeling here is, is the, 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 one of the big do's that I believe in. And, and, and I, and I think some of these do's and don'ts are going to, some of it's just going to be down to the individuals, some of its individual preference. True. Uh, so I, what I can do is maybe just share some of my do's, uh, when it comes to me interacting with businesses. Number one, if you, if, if, if any business joins my conversation I'm I'm all up for that so so for example if I say in my Twitter update or my Facebook status it's like oh my gosh I can't believe it I've been trying all day long unfortunately because Libsyn happens to be down my episodes aren't going to get out until much much later in fact they might might be put off until tomorrow because of other things that I got going on if and now this is just a hypothetical situation. If the if the person behind the Twitter account over at Libsyn says at GSPN, uh, please give me a call or send me an email, or or I'm going to send you a DM with my direct phone number. I'd love to be able to take care of this for you and maybe post those episodes for you. I, I something like that. Now Comcast cares is a company. Comcast is a company that has used twitter in such a fashion that has been amazing for them as far as their public relations you know people out there saying hey i'm having a problem this this hd is not coming through on my tv it's just nobody's able to seems to be able to help and comcast care comes to the rescue and say hey at so and so uh here you know what you know if you dm me your phone number i'll i'm gonna put you in touch with the person who can help you and solve your issue within the next 10 minutes you know, it, it's that kind of joining that conversation. And it's one of the things that I see as a don't is just spamming me with with sales pitches. Um, oh, yeah. Sales pitch. Uh,
1: yeah, not not allowed.
0: Yeah. It, you know, you, I think I think that it, the big do for me is relationships and conversation. The big don'ts is sales pitches and 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 just,
1: you know, trying to gain as many followers as you can. Yeah, Um, I would say if you're only talking, if you're a business and you're only talking about yourself with your social media contacts, you're you're wasting everybody's time because people are going to tune you out right away when they don't want to hear what you have to say about your product. Yep. But if you engage them in their conversation, they will listen. Yeah. Like you just gave the the. Example. Yeah. And I will tell you, I struggle
0: with this myself using Twitter because uh, I i mean, obviously, I'm running a business here. Gspn.tv is a business. Podcastanswerman.com. It's a business. Uh, and I struggle with my own social media on what's the balance. You know, I, I, I've i got I definitely have a lot of people that I follow on Twitter, uh, a couple hundred. I've got a couple thousand who follow me. And uh, that's both on Facebook and, and Twitter. And so, I have a hard time saying, okay, you know, interacting with – I try to limit the number of people I join the conversation with as far as app messages so that people who are only interested in getting content – Delivery information such as hey we're live with this episode or hey I just released this episode or hey this you know we're getting ready to launch this you know there are people who are interested in just that stuff and then of course there are people who are interact interested in interacting and then that comes to the question well do I create multiple accounts for different things and of course I certainly have no shortage of different accounts on Twitter. You know, and but the problem <laughs> the problem becomes is there are some people who want to follow just about anything and everything you have to say because they they're they're trying to follow you know they, they love to see how you interact and of course you know how they may be com- be completely clueless to the fact that at lost Pod- or at lost fan podcast is a Twitter ID that I have and so there's so much to to go on there so for me I try to do as much as possible as much as possible under just at GSPN. And for me, you know, I, I tried to be very cautious and judicious about the things. And, and you know, sometimes I follow, I, I look at my follower list, and I see that, wow, after tweeting the last five shows that went live last Thursday, a couple people stopped following me. And I'm like, okay, well, that, that you know, it is what it is. And th- the other thing I will say as a business is, followers aren't everything so if you know in twitter and, and this goes on a personal level as well i've i've got to the point where you know what who cares if 30 people just added me over the last 10 days or 15 people just quit following me after the last three tweets that and sent out my my feeling is that you know what's what's the value in a follower uh, on twitter the value is somebody who, has, who, who really has a relationship with you and who really desires to know what you have to say and what you have to offer. And if, some, if all of a sudden you can send out two Twitter messages that may not be of interest to that person personally and they unfollow you, well, what kind of value was there in having them follow you in the first place? Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, so that, that being said, it's still a struggle, you know, it, it, you know, where's the balance of the do's and don'ts of, of marketing and social media. But I wish I had more answer for you and we could certainly discuss it all day. But I think that those are the
1: basics, unless you have anything else you just want to throw on top of there real quick. I think the other thing maybe to think about as far as businesses go is you've got to be what you are and not try to be something you're not. Yes. So well said, I think this is something that we're going to find. We come back to later. Absolutely. Sure.
0: There's no question. In fact, continue to call in your questions about it. Area code 859-795-4067. Next question she asks is a big one. What do you see as the next big thing? I have two words. Are you are you thinking the same thing I'm thinking? I am because I'm looking at the show notes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I agree with you. Okay, there we go. Two words for the next big thing. It's called Google Wave. Oh, my goodness. I have not been this excited about the launch of a new technology in so long. And I cannot wait until it comes out. And all I can tell you is this. And and I'm just going to check the address real quick. Is it wave.google.com, I believe? I think so, yes. There you go. Go to wave.google.com. You will not ever. Okay, you will hardly ever. That's better. You will hardly ever hear me say, go to this website and watch all 120 minutes of a video. Or or actually one hour, 20 minutes. So whatever that is. Uh, But I'm telling you, go do it. This video, it's one hour, 20 minutes in length. And I will tell you, I... My, my, I stood or sat in front of my monitor, my jaw dropped down to the table and sat there drooling for an hour and 20 minutes as I watched that video (laughs) wave.google.com. My, my opinion, it is just my opinion, but it is the next big thing. Now, as far as what Google wave is, I'm not going to go into that right now. Uh, we'll talk more about it when it's actually
1: officially available for all of us common people. But you should definitely watch the video, and you can definitely sign up for the initial release. And I believe that's only a few weeks away in September. Yeah.
0: So yeah, definitely go to wave.google.com. Even if you don't watch the video, get on the list now just in case they only approve a couple thousand or a couple, you know, tens of thousands of people because uh, you'll want to be in the first people that have access to this. And I can tell you right now, I'm already dreaming of ways that gspn.tv is going to use Google Wave. Uh, just some amazing things I saw in the demos and just got my wheels spinning and, and it's going to be, uh, it's going to be the next big thing for, for community involvement and, and connecting people with each other in the GSPN community. And that's for sure. Definitely. I'm, I'm excited. Seriously. I am too. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So she asked one more question and, uh, what do you think about the search question? What, anything, any
1: thoughts there on search, Eric? Uh, um, To be honest, I don't know. Well, let me say this. I saw a commercial over the past few days uh, and it was for Bing. And I haven't been a a huge you know, oh, I'm going to go try Bing out and do, do stuff with Bing and whatever. But the commercial finally started to crack away at, at what it or got near what the what they say when it's a decision engine. I'm like, yeah, I don't get what that's supposed to even mean. That's like that's like so, the whole Zune social thing. I, yeah. I don't get it. But anyway. Um but they showed that you could it was going to give me Bing was going to give me uh adjusted search criteria showing me, hey, if you for example, flight tickets. If you leave a day earlier or if you leave a day later, this is what the adjustment would be. And it was on a little graph there. And having just flown a few different times, I thought, oh my gosh, that's useful. Let me check Bing out. So I'm looking into doing that. Yeah. So I, I think Bing has some functionality that Google does not, and I'm going to have to try it out. So we'll we'll see where that leads. But as far as search goes, just in general, I'm I'm not really sure what is out there that other than this this incident that would really pique my interest at this point.
0: Yeah, I've I've been hearing a lot of buzz about Bing.com, and by the way, uh, in the chat room, they're asking, is that what it is? And yeah, it's it's Microsoft's new search engine. Uh, you can go check it out at B-I-N-G dot com. And uh, the, the cool, I mean, it, it, it's it got a neat little homepage. It's always got a, a different photo of the day, a very high res, very beautiful looking photo. And uh, there's little spots that you can hover your mouse over and it'll tell you some unique information about things, of, you know, related to that photo. And, and And, you know, those are actually I find those are fun. But really, I'll be honest with you, the only thing I've ever done so far on Bing is I went to bing.com and looked at the photos and hovered over them. Uh, right. And I did a couple you know, um, vanity searches you know, to find out you know, if you type in podcast consultant, does podcast answer man pull up and, and stuff like that. But I have not used it as a source of information yet. I've, I still haven't taken that step to say, hey, I, would, I need to so, see if I can find this on the web. I've not yet gone to bing.com to 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 try to find or locate something yet now i want to talk about uh real-time search uh that's something that google and bing does not offer but services like twitter do and i will tell you i i go to search.twitter.com as
1: often now as i do going to google.com See, I'm I'm moving that way too. I've found that searching in real time for well, I have I actually did a uh, Firefox add-in that when I use Google at the top, it gives me the Twitter search stuff for the first ten or so that that fit the criteria of what I'm searching for.
0: So tell me what the what's the add-on called? Let me
1: find this here.
0: And I'm, I'm by the way, folks, while he's looking at that, I'm going to search.twitter.com. Uh, and of course, I think it's probably going to be down with Twitter. Probably, uh, actually, Twitter search pulls up um, the 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 header title of the site does, but um, no, yeah, my,
1: yeah. My Google plug. Whoa, that's where I can find it. My Google plugin that I I went and typed in the uh, I I searched Twitter on Google and expected to see the Twitter results at the top there, but because Twitter is down at the moment, yeah. um. Yeah. by the way
0: that that, that's interesting to say twitter is down (laughs) right now uh oh they're saying twitter's back up cliff uh if it's up it's coming up slowly so it's still not coming up for me yet but anyway um anyway twitter has been down for the last couple hours and the it's just completely thrown everybody off and they're saying it's just very slow so uh, oh, okay. They're saying it was up, but it's down again. So yeah, it, t- Twitter is it, usually, you know, for the last couple of months, Twitter has been pretty rock solid, uh, you, with some slight delays and slowness, but you know, for the most part it's been up, but gosh, yeah, it, it's been a while since it's been down like it has today.
1: Yeah. Well, I found where I got that from it's, it's make Google real time with Twitter search add on and it's a grease monkey, add-on for firefox at this point and i'm going to go ahead and put the link in the show notes
0: okay and so if you head over to social media uh look for episode number four you'll see the the uh link to that and by the way for those of you guys who are like add-ons what's an add-on if you are out there and you are not using firefox as your browser to to browse the web i encourage you to go right now to get firefox.com and if you'll put that in the show notes too as well eric um, get firefox.com go download it use it uh, you're going to have a much safer browsing experience and um, you ha- they do have these things called add-ons now add-ons are just little programs that you can install that will allow you give you all kinds of extra added functionality and um, it's just like what Eric's talking about so when he searches Google at the top of the screen it's going to give him the the most real-time Twitter results for that search as well but anyway, yeah, but talking about search, I love the I love going in um and and finding out what's going on in Twitter. what are people saying about the topic that I'm interested in so if I'm looking every now and then a service will go down and I'll type in uh, the name of that service, and I can tell in real time within seconds that oh okay, so I'm not the only person who can't reach that website right now exactly, you know, or um uh, if I say. You know, if I type in something about um, uh, high LPR 40, I go in that and I love that, especially as a business person. And I think we may have talked about this before. But yes. I go I go in and do searches for podcast equipment. I do searches for podcast studio. I do podcast microphone. I do, you know, all kinds of different things. And when I find those people, I usually try to spark a conversation or link them to something that I've provided that may that I believe really honestly will be of value to them and will be a conversation starter for me to possibly pick them up as a client. And that's one way that I use
1: social media for business and that's what we said before is you know you're engaging in your potential customers conversation you're not expecting them to follow your conversation exactly exactly so with that being said i i think we i think we did a a little bit of justice
0: to amy's questions and uh we want to move on next to linda who asks a very important question and so uh let's see what linda has to say
2: Hey Cliff, this is Linda from Lexington, Kentucky and um, this is in regards to the podcast of um, social networking. Um, I was told recently I wasn't twittering, twittering correctly when I put my status updates. Is there a proper way to twitter? Thanks for um, everything and have a great day. Bye.
0: Linda, thank you so much for your call. Is there some do's and don'ts? Is there a right way? Is there a proper way one should Twitter and things one should not
1: Twitter? Well, we shouldn't Twitter about eating Doritos. <laughs> and uh, as DG pointed out, um, I I think we kind of covered this a little bit last week, but we wanted to. I think this is the first thing we wanted to kind of branch off into this week. Um, I know that there's lots of different uses for Twitter. It's not just updating people on what you're doing. It's also about, if do you have something you ha- you want to say? Do you want to comment on something about your life personally or uh, throw a question out there for your followers to ask them about, get advice? Uh, I did that this morning about buying an iPhone, which I would love to maybe get your input on at some point. Um, Things like that. It's it's a give and take, and so it's not. There's no real wrong way. If there's people out there that will follow you, I guess that's you know one of those ideas yep. there. Absolutely. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I I think that you're you're right. There are
0: many ways you can use Twitter. Some some ways that I had written down here is, uh, hey, this is what I'm doing. Just letting people know. Uh, th- this I think is very interesting for you know I, I love being able to follow my wife and just read what she's doing throughout the day. Sure. She's just upstairs, but you know, I'm working away, but it's, it's, it's I ter- wish I could get my wife to Twitter. <laughs> I, I I love when she says, Hey, I'm, I'm leaving the gym. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving the gym. I'm going to stop by, you know, the store and pick up some groceries and head home for dinner. I love knowing that. And, and I love when she says, you know, Hey, uh, le- finally got, got everything, kids in the car heading home. I love knowing that. I mean, it, it's, it's not that I require her. She just puts. It in there and i find it very helpful just to be able to follow her throughout her day i feel a little bit more connected you know and and i can imagine you know if, if my mom followed me on twitter it's like hey, you know what's that podcast thing that you do it's like if she followed me on twitter she'd probably have a little bit more of an idea of what what goes on and and i think it's great for families and friends to really stay together i love using it for what's going what am i doing with church friends you know i love hearing about my friends uh you know, said, hey, you know, big breakthrough. I just went and ran my fastest mile at the the gym on the treadmill. Some people may say, what's the big deal about that? Or, hey, I just got back from vacation. Mexico was awesome. You know, what's the big deal? I don't want to see that. Well, if you know what, there have been so many times where these are people that I see at church every week, but if it weren't for Twitter, I really wouldn't have a clue who they are or Facebook. Let's also include Facebook here. And instead, now I can go up to somebody maybe I've really never had a relationship with at my church, and I can go up and say, hey, you know, hey, Lisa, how was your trip to Mexico? I, I, everything go well, you know, and, and start a conversation that I would have never had that car, that starter conversation if it weren't for something they posted on Twitter saying what they were doing. So I love oh, that. Yeah. Um, Definitely. He, now, here's another use for Twitter that I think is very, very useful, and it is Hey, here's something I know that you'll find interesting. And so, you know, basically it's just providing something of value to other people. You know, it's like if, if you are connected with a lot of people who are, um, uh, I don't know, who are into podcasting, then it's like, hey, guys, here's, here's an article about podcasting that will that I think is drastically going to change the way that I approach this. And here's a link. Now, a lot of my people would be, a lot of the people who follow me would be interested in that. So providing links to interesting things that you think your friends will
1: like, that's something, that's another way to use Twitter. I use that in that way. I mean, or at least I follow people that do that. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a very good help because they find things or even write things themselves that I'm not subscribed to in my RSS feed and I would never know about. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and their word of mouth gives it credibility. Exactly.
0: No that there's no question. when you when you have a relationship and a, a relationship of trust with somebody and they link to something, that means something. that that really means something. and 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 I will tell you, people have made purchasing decisions based upon links that I've put in Twitter before. and uh, which is you know pretty pretty amazing. Um, th- there is another use of Twitter. Shameless self-promotion. I use it. I use Twitter for that as well. Uh, I do too. But I do it. I, well, okay. I, I will say I try. I attempt to do this in balance with all the other things that I've mentioned so far. Yeah. And, and have a
1: little bit of shame. Exactly. But sometimes you just gotta, yeah, no doubt. Sometimes you just gotta say, Hey, look at me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what the internet's for, isn't it? Exactly.
0: Where else am I going to get my narcissistic tendencies all acted out? Ah, <sighs> anyway. Email uh, list supplement. So sometimes I'll use this as an email list supplement. In fact, I love this. As it's, it's, a matter of fact, I use blogging, Twitter, or status. I, let me just say status updates because everything I send to Twitter, I also send to Facebook. Right. Um, you ping it. I, I ping it. Uh, so basically, email lists, blogging, and Twitter, and status updates, all of them logged into one thing. Uh, email lists. I tend to not send out an email every time I have an announcement anymore. I I personally, I'm an inbox zero kind of guy. I try to respect people's inboxes. You know, it, because and it's partly it's because of the way that I view an inbox is a to do list, and I don't want to add to people's to do list. And here's the to do list: read what Cliff has to say. I'm everything I say is not that important, so I'll blog about it on gspn.tv/blog. And then what I'll do is maybe once every three or four weeks, I will send an email saying, hey, here's one email, and I am not going to tell you everything in this email, everything that I wanted to tell you since the last time I emailed you, but here's a little breakdown with links to the full story in the blog. And so I just sent an email with like 14 different announcements. And it was a very, it was a relatively short email for as much content that I put out there for people, letting them know all the things that are happening, and they all linked back to the original article on the blog. And um, but as I was blogging those things, I I also sent out Twitter messages and Facebook updates, and so people were already reading it that way, and so it's a great supplement for email listing.
1: Yeah, I think, and that's again, that's exactly why we should be using you know, social media, it's what channel, what, what medium, I guess you would say, going back to my college days of communication theory, what medium best suits the message you're trying to get out there. Exactly. And now
0: another use that I've, now I don't do this one very often, but there have been a past, there have been times in the past when I just blow off steam. Uh, I'll do a rant. I I remember one time I did a, a, I did a, like a nine, a nine, a uh, session uh, a nine post twitter rant i was blowing off steam i was angry and 140 characters just wasn't enough no now the thing is is uh is that the proper way of using twitter you know what i don't think there is a proper way i think there is whatever way you want to use it now did i lose some friends when i did that or followers absolutely i did you know people I was like dude you're filling up my timeline and see, for me, it, it you know, I follow 600 and some odd people on Twitter. And so therefore, when I look at my Twitter timeline, if you were to, Eric, if you were to do a rant like that and you were to say your, you choose your first 140 characters and then a minute later you were to do another 140 characters and then a minute later you did the next 140 characters. If I came by five minutes after you did that, I'm never going to see that. Because I, I, you know, unless I go back and, and see my timeline or as or if I see it as you were doing it, you happen to be the most recent list of people that I have on there. And I can tell that yours is a part of a series. So I go then I'll go to your user account, see your timeline and be able to read all of it. Here's the deal, though. I have friends in my church who only follow five people and the other four people that they follow tweet. Maybe once a day. So if I put out eight different status updates uh, on a Thursday, saying, "Hey, we're the about the church is live now. Help! I got a Mac is live now. Social media serenity is live now. Hey, this show's live now." And at the end of the day, I've got thirteen tweets. The next time they they sign in, guess what? The only thing they see is cliff, 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 cliff. And so think about that when you're posting about how this is going to look to other people. You know, it's like, yeah. I well, like and Cliff I think, and all, but man, that dude, give it a rest. I can't see what any of the other people I'm saying are tweeting, and I'd love to see what they were doing nine hours ago, but I can't because they're not on my, well, they can, but I have to click in my archives to go see what anybody else other than Cliff is doing.
1: Right. And, and I think people still have a it, kind of a mental image of, oh, my gosh, look at how many people I'm following have Twittered. And they mentally think of it like an inbox and they still feel like they have to look at every single one instead of just glance down through. Yeah. And, you know, if I rant for 20 tweets for the day, then, you know, ignore me if you do, if it doesn't pertain to you. Absolutely. Pass, and- it, pass it by. Exactly. And so the,
0: the thing is, is, and I'm going to suggest to people, listen, you've got to watch what you consider to be an inbox or what you have to keep informed. You know, if we're going to keep all this stuff in balance, just understand we're not going to be able to consume all the information out there and, and, and nor should you. I mean, the question is, is it really that important that, you know, everything your friend did since
1: the last time you checked their Twitter updates? Or everything they said or everything they wanted you to know about it's exactly
0: yeah. So so those are different ways but I don't think there's any the only wrong way is a way that that you feel is wrong. I, you know if if you want to talk about your Doritos and and the fact that you know hey I'm at the store and I bought Cool Ranch Doritos instead of spicier nacho.
1: I feel good about myself today. And you want Are to, there what's are there any absolute don'ts though? That I think that's my yeah, I don't think so. I, 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 I mean, the what the, well, sp- other than spam? I guess I would. Yeah,
0: say. I mean, spam can get you. Spam will get you. Uh, you know, abusive behavior will get you even banned by Twitter. Uh, it, that that's a possibility. But as far as you know, so, the, Linda, Linda's the person who originally called, and she's like, listen, you know, I was tweeting the other day, and I, and I said something, and all of a sudden somebody told me that I'm using this wrong. And, you know, I shouldn't be treating this. It's like, you know, well, the question is, is, is that person following you? Is that important to you? And if that's important to to you, then you may want to adjust the type of things that you're saying so that you want so that this person will continue to follow you. Does that make sense?
1: Oh, yeah. So um, Jeff Roney in the uh, chat room says, learn the general rules, but tweet in your own voice. Yeah.
0: Well, and, and I saw Jeff's um, post earlier, and, I, and I'm glad you brought that up because he actually said something else. And, and I don't know if he meant this, but um, but they the, tweeting your own voice is something that's important, especially on the business end of things. Going back to uh, Amy from Florida, uh, she says, you know, are there do's and don'ts? I personally re- I, I hate it when there's not a personality or a very a person behind a, a Twitter account like um, I don't know if I, I, I have I've never used Comcast before in my life, but the person who's behind Comcast cares, his name is Frank. Did you know that? No. Yeah. If, and the only reason I know that is because the people I hear that have interacted with Comcast Cares, it, it's, it's Frank. Frank's a great guy. And I'll tell you, I love that. And, and Jonathan's in the chat room. He says he knew that it was Frank. And so I love that. I love that there's a voice. There's a person behind it. Um, the other thing is, is like, for example, I, I had a United States senator as a client of mine, a consulting client. And the, univ, and when we sat down for a consulting session, they wanted to know, you know, hey, we want a Facebook account. We wanted this. We wanted that. And basically what happened was I'm like, okay, here, here's some things. I'm going to suggest that if, if these tweets are going to go out and it's got this person's name on it, then that information needs to be coming from that person. Now, with this individual that I was working with, it it wasn't likely that he was going to spend the time to actually go and enter this stuff in. Then I said, "Well, does he carry a yellow pad or any kind of notes? You know, does he write anything?" That have him write a hundred and forty character statement on a piece of paper and have uh, at least the aide transcribe something that was literally coming from him but don't have an aide out there typing it i mean but th- th- even then it's it's not that that's not it's not even that that's the wrong way to use it i'm just saying you know what do people like and and even then you're you're still getting some of my
1: bias on it right what if what if at some point gspn got big enough that you hired your wife stephanie to be your quote unquote frank to be you know a, a twitter responder to gspn type I,
0: questions i would she would not she would never have control of twitter.com slash gspn instead right. she she would be you know it, it, gspn's you know support you know or whatever let, let, let's just say i had a i had an intern who was help you, 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 let's just say we had you know ten thousand plus members and and all of a sudden you know people wanted to be able to contact us and say hey the plus member feed's not working and then all of a sudden at at gspn support would be able to say, hey, you know, this is this is intern James here and I'm I'm going to help you out. You know, let call me at this number. We'll, we'll walk you through and get this set up.
1: Or if something really was down, James putting that out there as a tweet and everybody that's a, a plus member following it would see it and say, oh, they know I don't need to let them know again and again and again. Right.
0: Now, Nation says Cliff, Cliff is GSPN, your company, or is GSPN equals Cliff? And this is this is this is a branding issue for me, but uh, GSPN is me right now, and of course, me is this business and and everything else. But um, I do see down the road, you know, you know, the possibility if 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 this became like you know tens of thousands of plus members and and we had employees and stuff like that, I may actually create a separate personal. Um, Twitter account and then GSPN would be the quote unquote GSPN support but I would I would still put somebody else behind you know a, a person behind it and that person would be the point person for that account although I'm not saying that that's a that's a definite do I mean you can there are people out there who have Twitter accounts that have a team that have has access to that username and password and and they tweet on that so it works that way as well.
1: Yeah, I I would say there's pros and cons to that. I mean, you've already said you've had a couple people who unfollowed you when you put out, you know, this show's going live or this show's just been posted in the feed or whatever. But uh, And then there's other people who have not unfollowed you when you've done that because they want not just GSPN, the brand, but they want GSPN, Cliff, and what he's thinking or doing. Right. And they want it in the same place. I mean, personally... I want both as one but that's maybe not something to discuss now. <laughs> exactly. So so anyway that you know th- those are things we could
0: continue to talk about but um you know as far as I'm concerned Linda do what works for you. And, and, and I like what Jeff Roney said, you know, learn the, learn the basics. In fact, let me tell you what I I tell businesses to do. This is exactly, I mean, and I have a lot of businesses that are now calling me for podcast consulting and they, you know, when they find out that I'm heavily involved in social media and building relationships with people and we start talking about Twitter and I, and all I do is demonstrate a few things and it's like, oh my gosh, I, we definitely want to incorporate. And it's like, wait a second. Wait a second, I always suggest to people who are new to Twitter, listen, if you want to promote your brand and your business, and number one, go ahead, join Twitter, reserve your name, follow a handful of accounts of people that you think you're, will be your average person that you want to connect with, and here's what I'm going to tell you to do, just watch the conversation for a few days before you post your first post, follow the conversation, just watch it, see it happen and slowly integrate your way into it. That's that's what I would suggest.
1: Yeah, that, that's sound advice. Because, I mean, there's nothing more annoying than seeing the first two posts say, hey, getting set up on Twitter. And then the second post saying, I am trying out this Twitter thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jeff says, "How can you
0: really be sure somebody un- Why somebody unfollowed you unless they email you and let you know?" Um, general rule of thumb for well, for me, it's it's kind of a little bit easier. Cause I I've noticed some trends. In fact, um, one of the things that I use uh, is I have WordPress and I use uh, a, a plugin called uh, Pretty Links, and I can actually follow some pretty interesting trends. I, I put a lot of links in my. In my um, tweets, and so if you see gspn.tv slash smsnotes, for example, if you go to gspn.tv slash notes, it'll show you our show notes for this podcast, but it's actually going to go through this plugin, and, and, and if you click on that link or type that message in, it's going to I'm going to get some stats on that, and so I'm able to find out what people are responding to and, and things of that nature. If, and there are some times when I'm able to see, you know, it's like all of a sudden my, my Twitter stats, my followers are staying pretty steady until all of a sudden I had a rash of this type of Twitter, Twitter messaging. And as soon as I, I did about three or four of these, I noticed that all of a sudden, you know, seven people just bailed, you know. And, and it's, it, it's definitely not scientific formula that tells me that, hey, it was this that caused it but i can but i've seen you know you know here comes the second thursday in a row and i'm doing well if twitter was up i'd be doing a lot of tweets and and i'll i can see a tweet it's a trend that says every time i do this i notice that a couple of those new people that started following me in the last week about you know a good maybe 40% of those new people which is like eight new people 40% of those have just dropped off you know it's like they they were they thought they might be interested in following cliff but uh, I'm not necessarily sure I want to get
1: eight updates that he's recording a new show every hour on Thursdays. See, and for me, I know you're going to be doing that, and so, and and I'm going to probably uh, on a non-vacation week, I'll try to listen all day if I can. And uh, I just know, okay, I ignore those tweets because I, they're not necessary. I care about them, but they're not even necessary for me as a plus member to even see because I'm already following it. So. I don't know. I I, I think that uh, I personally, I don't care anymore who stops following me because... It's more for me about interacting with those who are or those that I follow. That is
0: exactly where I've come down on this. Is is it, it I? You know, I I still fo- I still look at it. I don't I sometimes, and and I think that is a little bit of the you know the narcissism. It's like ah, I determine way too much of of my own identity into you know what other people think about me, and and that that's a little bit more of my personality than anything, uh, but um yeah well it's like negative podcast feedback yeah you and, just gotta delete it and, and in fact check the, have you ever been to twitterholic before no i haven't go to twitterholic.com and give me one second here Um uh, go to twitterholic.com that's t-w-i-t-t-e-r-h-o-l-i-c.com slash gspn and what you'll see are uh, real, th- these are stats for my Twitter followers. Like, for example, right now, August 6th, uh, it shows that I have 2,130 followers. I follow 650 people. I've done 8,125 Twitter updates. And you, you see at the top that I have a graph. And you can see that uh, at one point I had, um, let's see here, let's see, on July 6th, I had 2,142. So I have 12 less followers today than I did a couple days ago, and you can see back on, you know, it goes up and down, up and down, and you can see trends, and, and it goes all the way back to when I first uh, set up my account with Holic. so I told it to go and crawl my stats, and, and so I can actually see trends and and follow that. Now, you know, that's a little bit more of a power Twitter thing. But um, you know, Twitterholic.com is is uh, is is a neat way that you can kind of track to see your your growth and connections with other people. But like you said, I, I do wanna for I do wanna um, just remind people. For me, I agree with you wholly. I, I've got to the point where, you know what? It doesn't matter to me that I lost 12 people in the last couple of days because, honestly, I saw myself add 16 people on Friday because people do that follow Friday. It's like, here's five people that I Mm -hmm. follow that you might be interested in following. And all of a sudden, I see a bunch of people will add at GSPN. And then all of a sudden, their followers will start following me. And so I've added 16 new people. it's like, oh, that's so exciting. But all of a sudden, it's like, wait a second. These people who maybe they're only following five people or maybe they're only following 15 people. And then all of a sudden, guess what Cliff's doing? He's filling up their Twitter timeline. Do you see what I'm saying? And they've equated you with Twitter spam. Exactly. I I am Twitter spam to them because they use Twitter so infrequently or with so few people. And so somebody who is like me, who's putting out five updates a day. All of a sudden i'm a twitter spammer and so immediately they stop following but you know what i still i still benefit from uh, follow friday because these people may have found out about my podcasting network and maybe they're interested in my podcast and maybe they're just not yet interested in hearing about all the updates but not only that but i might pick up 16 new people and only lose 12 i've gained four that are put up with me two steps forward one step back exactly anyway wow lots of fun stuff man this show folks i am so excited about i am so very excited about in fact um real quickly i just want to mention uh today was a bit uh, i was actually i, I was going to put it out on the uh, plus feed i've changed my mind this one's going to go out on the free feed i think this has got a lot of valuable information and really even further demonstrates the direction that this show is going to go in uh, I do want to mention real quickly that yesterday, uh, Eric, we added our 289th and two or yeah, 288th and 289th GSPN.tv plus members. That's and, awesome. And I'll tell you, that is awesome. And i just I'm just gonna lay it out there. We were very concerned because this is the first time we've added plus members since June 17th. And we were used to seeing about two or three new plus members a month, or I'm sorry, a week. Coming in, and then all of a sudden, June 17th happened, and then nothing crickets. And we were like, Oh my gosh, are we ever going to get to the 500? But um, we want to let you know this is a show we know is going to be valuable. I, I hope that you see the value in this. And if if you want to continue to help support our efforts here, Stephanie and I do this full time as a career. And uh, we are planning on releasing uh, at least a minimum of one episode of Social Media Serenity on the free feed. Uh, But a a good number of episodes will be available only to our Plus members. I saw in the chat room they were having a conversation about uh, Plus membership, which is always really cool when they're having that. And I love when the Plus members who are in the room are answering the questions. The question is like, oh my gosh, it's $10 a month? That's ridiculous. He's got how many podcasts? 21? Nobody could afford that. And uh, it, it, it is just one plus membership fee and you get access to every single episode of every podcast that we produce. And um, you know I you know I, it may sound so self-promoting or arrogant or whatever, but I really do believe that the value and the content of this show alone uh, for many people may be worth the the membership cost all on of itself. But here's what I want you to do. I want you to head over to gSPn.tv/ plus. And find out for a fact that this is much more than just content we're producing. We are building a community here. You may not be interested in a, in the community aspect of it. And if that's the case, that's fine. Hopefully, the content will be just enough for you. But what I'd like to do is just play for you just one little audio testimonial from somebody just to give you a feel for, for the kind of stuff that we're doing here with GSPN and what it means to people. So here's, here's a call from Jenny H. And, uh
3: Hi, my name is Jenny and I'm from Rochester, New York. I'm a mother of a young son and I work full time and I spend a lot of time listening to GSPN podcasts. I started listening because I was into Lost and I was looking for Lost podcasts and I can't believe what I found in GSPN and just the, the inspiration and sense of community that I feel by listening to their podcast. I really feel connected to Cliff and Stephanie and it's really important to me and I, I think it's changing my life. It's, inspiring me to live better, and I'm just so thankful for all that they do, and that's why I'm a PLUS member, and I'm really proud of that fact.
0: All right. And that, there you go. Thank you, Jenny, for that. If you head over to gspn.tv plus, there are a whole page of those buttons. You just click the play button. You'll hear other people share what they think about being a plus member. And uh, I just really want to ask you and invite you, if, if you're able to do, pull it off, would you please consider becoming a plus member? Uh,
1: that would be awesome. Eric, anything else you want to share before we wrap things up here? Um, let me just say one. I am in Rochester, New York at this very moment recording this. So that's hilarious to me. (laughs) That is awesome. It's my hometown. Um, And as a Plus member, I just want to say I find extreme benefit from all the content that you're putting out. And to make it easier for me, I did it a one-time thing for the year, the past two years. I've plunked it down after my tax refund and not thought about it again. And it's made it easier.
0: Excellent. And yeah, It's a way to go. Thank you so much, Eric. I, and and he is not being paid to, to say that. Uh, that is awesome. And uh, folks, we thank you for listening. We love this show. We love the reaction. And uh, if next week, if all we can do is get to your voicemails, your questions, your comments, your feedback, we would do that. The phone number is area code 859-795-4067. Area code 859-795-4067. And of course, if you want to follow Eric on Twitter, it's Eric J Fisher, Eric with the K, the letter J, F I S H E R, and I'm Twitter.com/slash/GSBN. Bye bye.